Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Sherlock's Luck's Team podcast with me, Georgie Courage-Cole. This week I'm joined just by one other, by my co-host on this podcast, Charlotte Collins. Hello. Hi, Charlotte. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's weird, isn't can it? Can you say Happy New Year? I think you've got, well, there's got to be some positivity, hasn't there? Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. I know we sort of thought we'd do this together and ease the workload on everyone else. Well, and kick off the year with a bit of positivity. I know. A bit of a I'm, fresh I, start. I'm, try, I'm struggling to be positive today. I'm sort of laughing, not crying. I, last night I decided I'd, I couldn't cry because my children were crying. Oh. So I had to laugh instead. Bless it's Tuesday and we obviously found out yesterday evening. I think Boris Johnson is the most hated prime minister <laughs> ever to rule this country. I mean, Otto, my son, was taking him down last night. It's all Boris's fault. I'm going to write to Boris. <laughs> I'm going to tell him that I hate homeschooling. Is this, is this because they can't go to school? Yeah. Well, that's nice. I mean, nice that they like school. Or, or slash they hate being at home. I mean, there's Two, two ways to look at it. Is it all bad? You get to hang out with. Is it that bad? Apparently, it is that bad. (laughs) And my children love school. So that's great. You know, there is a silver lining. We found out last night that we are back into lockdown number three. I mean, I I know there was lockdown two, but lockdown two didn't really feel. I don't know when that was. That was November. And I just don't remember. It was like Christmas was on the horizon. It was only four weeks. So I don't really count. This feels a lot like March. Yeah, four or five. It was super quick. Whereas this feels like March again, doesn't it? I know somebody said March it will start to ease. Someone else said to me schools will go back after February half term. Yeah well they're not reviewing it until the first day of February half term. Is that right? Yeah which is coincidentally Ben's 30th birthday so that's something to look forward to. Well my children haven't gone back to school yet. As in they're still on holiday technically. Next Wednesday the 13th. My nine year old was so upset that homeschooling starts on her birthday. She's like Robbie I mean couldn't they just start it one day later (laughs) so that I don't have to homeschool on my birthday. It's hard for everybody but it is really hard for mothers i mean there's someone in our team right now she knows who she is she probably won't even listen to this but she's got so much to do her au pair is in spain she's got a toddler and well she's got three under six she's right got three under six and a full-time job and a full-time yeah. job Killer. and no help and there's so many people in that position i actually posted a link to a petition on my instagram this morning which prioritized key workers teachers pupils for the vaccine yeah. someone sent me a screen grab last week with the list of priorities mm. for the vaccine it's like first on the list the over 95s second on the list the over 90s third on this the yeah. over 85s I don't mean to be harsh on Christmas Eve by the way this was not my idea this is a friend's idea but on Christmas Eve a friend told me about this organisation where you delivered hampers of food and stockings to the elderly and people Aww. on their own That's so nice. anyway we got in the car and we went and picked up oh, and we delivered nice. six yeah I mean it makes me sound like a, re- a no, real that's lovely it wasn't my idea I copied a friend and I thought it would be a really good thing for and the children. you did it with the, as I say you did it with the kids you did it with the children oh, so I nice. mean you know I'm desperately sad yeah. for these people on their own and that is shit because this whole thing is shit but you know my in-laws for example I mean they're in their 70s they're fine at home yeah. and they can play bridge with their friends you know 
there's people in our team who've got three children under six yeah. at home and are trying to do a full-time job. Yeah, 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 so true. Everyone, each to their own. Their I was going to say, I think you can probably make a compelling case. My parents were laughing. They were like, we're going to be out and about. If you get a vaccine passport, you know, you can only travel with a vaccine or go to restaurants, then it's going to be all the 78-year-olds. Oh, us 30 and 40-year-olds stuck at home. They're going to be having know. a merry old time, time and we're going to be locked up with our children. Alcoholics, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> 15 stone heavier there's a reason I can't quite sit properly on this chair these trousers do not fit like they used to oh like, Charlotte wow open. I know god don't poor James for everything I, yeah. I'm on the subject of becoming an alcoholic I'm, I'm actually <laughs> I actually am I'm now I, an alcoholic I, well I, I'm actually doing dry January what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh editor has just laughed out loud I'm I like, don't believe you, you are you actually <laughs> it's the hardest I've ever heard you laugh why I don't believe because you because we've been it. living through corona since yeah. March I have to confess that I was going to start on the 1st of January and then did you do that thing where you started on the 4th yeah I did, yeah, right. I did. So, so hang on when you say you're doing dry January today's the 5th so you're, you've been 24 hours sober well a bit more when did you start I had one gin and tonic on Sunday yeah, so you're 24 hours you're nearly 48 hours okay well I didn't break it last night is the main well, thing well done Why? a few friends messaged me and said if you ever needed a reason to break dry January yeah. then this is it but actually I said to my husband last night I know I'm doing a month now but I'm not ready to crack why have you chosen 24 hours in I'm not ready to cry <laughs> yeah, well, well it done it was a Monday only on Saturday we sat down I was like it's Saturday night why would we start dry January on a Saturday yeah. let's start on Monday but why are you doing it at all because like so many mothers and people at home <laughs> I'm always drunk <laughs> I'm always drunk but, but you know drinking every night yeah, yeah, yeah. and before you know it it's too much you know there were times in the summer where we'd just have a bottle of wine in the evening yeah. and that would be totally normal and that's not totally normal yeah. to have that every night and it's definitely not totally normal to have that on a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday you know I like my G&Ts yeah. but I'm not ready to quit I'm going to be stocking up on my lockdown non-alcoholic picantes I'll be really fascinated to see how this works out because I think you're both a massive gin lover and somebody who doesn't like to be proven wrong. So I'll be really interested to see which one wins. I said to my friend, can you send me some non-alcoholic lockdown liquor? Because then I'll post it on my Instagram <laughs> and then I put it out there and then I've got to stick to it. Now I've said it on the podcast. I've so really I'm kind of doing the same, not intentionally, but only because it's the fifth and I haven't drunk since New Year's Eve. So for on the weekend, I was a bit like, oh, well, maybe I can keep this going. But I just, I don't think when so. When was New Year's Eve? It was Friday, wasn't it? Thursday night. So and it's Tuesday, well. so I've done six days. Oh, Charlotte, which is quite well done. Good, I know. I'm I know. quite jealous. I feel quite pleased with myself. So tell me about your Christmas. Tell me what you got up to, ha ha. <laughs> Christmas was lovely. I did have three weeks off. I finished work on the 12th of December. So I do feel very rested, actually, and almost more so than I think I would have done if we've gone on holiday. I very rarely have taken time off to just hang out at home. So but that's that the nicest nice. thing about Christmas always, I yeah. think, is that, yeah, when do you have holiday and just, just chill? So the three weeks was initially supposed to be three weeks in Chile, which was quite quickly out the window. Um, then it was supposed to be a week in Barbados, which was also out the window. But anyway, not Got meant it. to be for either of us. Quite a lot of people are in Barbados. No, The reason we chose not to go was because you needed to test before you went, fine. And then you needed to test again on arrival. And if on arrival you tested positive, then you would have to go into a government facility until you tested negative. Really no thanks to that. It was not worth the risk. Anyway, that's fine. We went to Soho Farmhouse for a few nights, which was very nice. And then we went to Heckfield Place for a few nights. So that was really before? nice. I've been to both before. It's really lovely. But conversely, I do think Heckfield Place reminds you that Soho Farmhouse 
it's fun. The conclusion I came to is that farmhouses for your friends yeah. and helpful places for your husband. Agreed, because I went to Hatefield with a friend, yeah. uh, a girlfriend. Yeah, no, and dry. We, we were definitely having way more fun than everybody yeah. else. When we left farmhouse, Ben was like, you know, why are there no just like claridges in the countryside? Like that's all I, I would love to find <laughs> that. Hatefield is that. You know, it's all the service you would want from a lovely city hotel, but just outside and we, we were there midweek. The clever thing about it is it's sort of rustic but impeccable. It's basically yeah. lose Nirvana, yes, isn't it, is. it? Yeah. It's that clever thing of not being bling like yeah. Claridge's. Not at all. But being polished yeah. and being in the country and exactly. that's clever, isn't it? It's and not flashy, it's not in your face, but it's also not like stuffy and yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's perfect. I mean, it's bloody expensive, but... Frankly, we can, we're all saving right now. I, was, I mean, so, this is the thing. We literally haven't been on holiday basically all year. So there we go. We've afford to splash out at Christmas. So actually, it was lovely. Obviously a bit boring at times. Yeah. I think the benefit to having children in this time, if you want to see it this way, is that on the weekends, you then have people to occupy. Like you have to do stuff, right? You have mm. to kind of get up and, you know, whatever that is, create Gerritian activities. Park for the 19th yeah. time. I'm sure it has its downsides too. But when it's just the two of you, you wake up on a Saturday or, you know, if you've got holiday, you wake up and you're like, right, well. No, but do you know now, what you get to do? Us. You get to lie in bed all day oh, and watch the entire series yeah. of Bridgerton. I said to my nanny, I, I'm lucky enough to have a live-in Australian nanny right now. And I said, have you watched Bridgerton? She's like, oh yeah, I watched it in a day. I'm like, in a day? <laughs> like, in a day, I'm still going. I've been watching it for a month. Yeah. I mean, not quite. I've been watching it for, for weeks. So and I have to say, I the flip side is that I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe the two of us just have to sit here on the sofa again for another eight weeks. Oh, that is so boring. But I'm with you. I yeah. can see the, the yeah. benefits of it. Three weeks off work is very nice. I feel very rested and ready to go again. Do you? Yeah, I do. Do you know what? It was a break from a shitty year and I got to that point. It's so basic, isn't it? How easy it is to recharge Mm -hmm. in a way. We didn't go away. Mm -hmm. We didn't do anything crazy. But I got to that last week of work where I was like, I don't care anymore. And I I don't want to make this decision and like park, park, park. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to think about the next thing we're launching or our approach to marketing or our whatever. And then suddenly, as of yesterday, I felt ready to have those conversations and make those decisions. I mean, what's gone by? Like 10 days or something? But you go into survival mode. Like that's the only way I know how to describe that build up to Christmas. As well, you know, especially for us because it's so hectic. It's really nice to get that feeling of motivation back, isn't it? You feel like yourself again. Yes, I do. Because I didn't know my name by the break. And I, you know, for us, it was, I mean, Christmas is our busiest time of year. Obviously at Sherlock's. Plus Christmas happened so much later this year because of that November Mm. lockdown and we had commercial activity running right up until we normally get a break normally by December it dies down but yeah this year it just it didn't Mm. did it plus three children plus a child with a birthday plus school plus the admin that comes out of life and it was just it's a lot too much so god I needed a break so badly and just to do something else even if it was just within my own walls. People, I'm sure, will wonder how you're feeling about work. You know, obviously last year was so challenging in so many ways. How do you feel about 2021 for SL? I feel a bit sad. Look, there's loads to be excited about. I think everyone was really buzzing yeah. for a new start. I mean, it's for everybody that yeah. works, right? I think we're in a really good place. I've had quite a few messages overnight of people saying, how are you? I thought of you and all your wonderful team when I heard the news, the new restrictions chin up you'll have much work to do you are loved and i'm here if you need a shoulder to cry on which was so sweet i don't know who this woman is but she messaged me oh, on instagram so nice and just someone saying shillax is the tonic we so desperately need right now i read your emails every day and they're filled with much needed mm. distractions from the realities of the world 
keep pushing through this tough time, Sherlock's your perfect escapism right now. Aww. So I had loads of messages. I feel like, right, we've got a job yeah. to do. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of adds to the pressure a bit as well, though, doesn't it? Yeah, so, I, started, I started saving all the emails and the messages we were getting towards the end of the year. People saying thank you to your team and thank you for the show and for behind the scenes and, and all the content that we've produced. And I sort of feel like we played a bit of a role for people and I'm really proud of that and surviving last year and actually we've come out of it in terms of the business and our you know strength as a business in a really good place yeah. and despite the shit show that was Q2 when the whole world stops spending any money you know we actually came out of it pretty well yeah. it's hard when you're ready to hit the ground running all these meetings about things that should be happening and how we're so ready to level up this year and it's frustrating not being able to dive straight into that isn't it but in March we said right we're still going to launch yeah. the parenting edition you know people need it more than ever right mm. now and that's been a huge success and we launched lots of I mean we will continue we're launching the gold edition which is a weekly supplement for grown up women we're launching that in February that will continue you know I think we will it's amazing what we managed to do yeah. and we've obviously everybody's proven that in the last year but I was talking about it with my husband I don't think anything can be as bad as that first lockdown I feel like I can't go back to those lows yeah I hope we will get we'll, through it in our own we'll rally unique way <laughs> and we've got a great team we do we did think we'd have a bit of a look back at 2020 didn't we and yeah. maybe reflect on some of the positive things so I'll hit you with some quick fire questions what was your best trend were there trends what was 2020 I was what did you really wear struggling with this <laughs> yeah. one is a cardigan it's not a trend but it's okay. not a trend but cardigans have made a real comeback in recent years yeah. my mother's always been a fan of a pink cardigan I've always quite liked a cardigan you're talking about a slightly different cardi though to the kind of cashmere MS that your mum might, yeah. might wear I am talking about a chunky cardigan I'm wearing one today over a, a nice I think the great thing about a cardigan is it allows us to get a lot more wear out of our wardrobe all year round. Mm. So all these white blouses that I have lining my wardrobe, you know, you can wear them all year Yeah. if you wear them with a cardigan. And actually being at home every day, I just, I don't think you can wear a sweatshirt every day. Yeah, you just agreed. feel quite slovenly. So I think, again, it allows you to wear something yeah. a little bit more dressed, dressed up, shall we say, yeah. than just sweats. Yeah. So I I've lived in them. I can't do sweats this time around. Everybody on Zoom yesterday was like, oh, you look so dressed up. I was like, I cannot do it again. I cannot sit in my home, no makeup, hair, and I'm going to get up and get dressed every single day this time. I can't do it. Anyway, I'd say a cardigan. I'm wearing a Stories grey cardigan that I have lived in. I'd wear it every day if I could. Well, the discovery is a cashmere sock. These are the I ones that we're trade is. I actually, oh, oh, is very And good. also, can I ask you where they're from? Because Ben has stolen mine and said he likes them so much. He'd like to know where they're from. I haven't oh, even worn them the once. Best. Where is nodding. Where are they from? So we did Christmas hampers instead of um, Christmas party. And they're from Pears, Scotland, it's called. Yeah. And they're alpaca. They're not cashmere. Mm. So they're a little bit sturdier. Cashmere socks quite often get holes in if you wear Always. them. Yeah. On the floor. These are alpaca. They are so warm and cosy. They're the non-ribbed ones, which I recommend. Anyway, I just think they're the best thing ever. And I really feel oh. the cold. And when I'm at home, I find sometimes when you're just at home sitting, yeah. even if your house is warm, you're still cold. Yeah, so oh, your feet get cold especially, yeah. Favourite um, trend? I've got to talk about athleisure. It's really the only massive trend mm. to come out of last year. I'm definitely a fan of the, the sweatsuit and how it's kind of come into the everyday mainstream and how it's kind of acceptable to wear out and about. I think it's very millennial Gen Z. I yeah. feel like you've got to be very hip and cool. Yeah, 
my age to be pulling off a cold tracksuit. Yeah. Frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. There's probably a bit of an age limit on it. I think I might have even surpassed that. But like a Polly, for example, could look actually really cool. She looks cool. great. June Lennon that, rocking yeah, it. Yeah. All the Lux girls exactly. rocking it. The Hannah Lewis, that kind of I vibe. mean, Coco, my nine year old, yeah. for Christmas got a tracksuit. But <laughs> she is loving it. Um, but you could pull off. The other way to do it, slightly more grown up, is the knitted one. Have you seen the yeah. new Nina Bing yes. knitted one? It's yes. amazing. It is amazing. That's quite doable. Yeah. I yeah. do. I just don't really want to spend money on that stuff right yeah, now. I, I feel like I've been there and done that. It's also the kind of thing that you'll spend money on now and then look back in six months and be like, never want to look at it yeah. again. So I feel like spring, summer, we did, we stopped sort of spending much money on yeah. fashion in spring, summer. I really hope that this is the end of autumn, winter and that by March, we're going to be let out and free yeah. and we can start shopping. Yeah, because I summer. really would like some new summer things. Wouldn't that be great to buy some like yeah. linen caftans yeah. and things like that. Agreed. What was your worst trend? Well, athleisure. Burn it. <laughs> Been there. Done. done that. We're all about dressing up in lockdown 3.0. Best book? The Glossy Years. Yeah, I was going to say where the crawdads sing. Oh! But we both love both of them. So there we go. Oh, we did. Yeah. How good is that book? The Glossy Years is so much more me. So yes. for years, I didn't read any fiction. I, I feel like you've often, re- over the years, you've always read like the zeitgeisty one, like the one yeah. that everybody's talking about. Elephant. Yeah. Crawdads, yeah. There's so much hype around them that I think, right, I'm missing out. I need to read this book. And actually, Crawdads didn't disappoint. And it was brilliant on holiday. And it was a massive page turner. And I haven't read a book that quickly in years. Yeah. So that was heaven. Yeah. So yeah, that was great. And remind me who's playing her. Daisy. Daisy. Edgar Jones. But My, the glossy is The glossy so is good. Nicholas Coleridge. Yeah. I banged on about it. I've read the passage on directions to a weekend house party <laughs> to several friends. Yeah. It's so funny. It's not for everybody. But he's lived an amazing life. And he's a very good storyteller. And weirdly, obviously I was really interested. People listening who haven't heard Charlotte and I talk about him already. He was, was he CEO of Conny Nass UK yeah, International? Chairman, anyway, yeah. he was sort of number two to the new houses. And uh, since then he's gone on to become, is it chairman of the v yeah. And I'm not hugely into art. But he's such a good storyteller yeah. that he made me want to go to the v yeah. and want to kind of explore art more. So I kind of credit that to him and also whatever yeah. you think of him his role was so esteemed that his stories are just naturally incredible you know the princess diana stories yeah. the beckham stories he did so many incredible things that inevitably is good agreed and i'm now reading lady anne glenkiner's oh yeah uh, autobiography which i'm loving she's the character whose husband made her watch her watch him have sex on holiday was yeah it on their wedding night he decided she was crap in bed so he took her to watch Another couple have sex. She was also one of the, it's not a bridesmaid, but the equivalent at the Queen's coronation. She grew up at Hokeham Hall in Norfolk. She's like mega aristocracy, very embedded kind of with the royal family, obviously. She was Princess Margaret's lady-in-waiting. She's an absolute gem. Good stories to tell, I bet. Apparently, well, you'll know this because I'm sure you've listened to them, but she narrates it on Audible. Oh. And hearing her voice, yeah, she's just of another class and generation. Is that how you're... No, it. I'm not. Oh, and I sort of wish it. I was. Yeah. But equally, I'm loving getting into bed at night and yeah, so yeah. it. So what about you? Best book? Crawdads. Yeah, Crawdads. I, I mean, it's embarrassing. I was one of those people who really struggled to read throughout 2020. I kind of read either on my commute or on holiday and basically stopped commuting. Yeah. But yeah, I loved Crawdads. I really loved it. Best film? I've got a film to talk to you about because I saw you Instagram it this morning, which was so... Have you seen it? Yeah, I watched it last week. No way. I found it a really surprising kids movie. I don't know what kids would take from that film. No, well, uh, mine, Coco understood it. I don't think Otter quite understood. Mimi didn't have a clue, but was transfixed. This is the new, this is the new Disney, or it's new Pixar film. It's on Disney Plus. Pixar. Disney Plus. 
best thing ever. Yeah, amazing. It is amazing. Give us a synopsis. So, of the film. so Soul is about a guy who is a bit of a failed jazz musician, but you know, is completely passionate about it. And on his way to a gig that might make or break his career, falls into a manhole and dies. And his soul um, goes into this kind of underworld, and it's about you know what happens there and his journey trying to make it back to earth. It's about souls before they are born onto earth isn't it yeah so he goes to this land of like the baby souls and meets them and it's about how people develop personalities and he forms a particular relationship with a soul that is yet to be born as a mentor yeah it's It's hard to explain explain. my husband came down and started watching it kind of an hour in and i was trying to i was like that's the soul and she's a (laughs) bad soul and he's a mentor but shouldn't have been a mentor and Love. It's quite complicated. It's yeah. quite complicated. Have you seen Inside Out? No. So I thought it would be as good as Inside Out, and it's nowhere near. Inside Out is amazing. Okay. Yeah. And but Coco as well. It's from the same. I haven't producers. watched Coco. Yeah. I haven't yeah. Watched that either. Anyway, it is to me. I love jazz music, yeah. and that kept me going. I think Jamie Foxx is brilliant. He yeah, narrates and um, the lead Joe, yeah. and we really enjoyed it. Yeah. And it's got a really important life lesson, yeah. lesson, which is like live in the moment. It's all about you know enjoying the little things, isn't it? Yeah. So, yes. Good for kids. Oh, so I enjoyed that. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Any other films? I'm trying to think what other films I watched last year. What other films came out? Rebecca was disappointing, but beautiful. Oh, I I didn't watch Rebecca in the end. Oh, you know what came out last year, which I loved, and this is pre-corona, was Emma, which was so good. (gasps) I don't think I've seen it. What, the Anya Taylor-Joy? No. Oh. You you would absolutely love it. It's absolutely beautiful. I haven't seen it. Yeah. This Regency genre Mm. brings me on to... (laughs) Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yes. You've obviously watched it Yeah, so where are you up to? I've watched four. Okay, I assume you're halfway through. You haven't even got to the juicy my stuff My friend yet. described it as Pride and Prejudice meets Gossip Girl with a bit of soft porn thrown into yeah, I the think mix. Yeah, I think that's a good description. Which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. I know you took some umbrage with the historical inaccuracies. <laughs> I think you a have to, to put that aside. I mean, it's such an American take on right. British aristocracy, isn't it? Last night I was watching episode four and they suddenly reference the fact that they're only where they are because the king married a black woman. Mm. and this, So are we just rewriting history? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Are we just accepting that we're casting a black woman as the queen yes. and a black man as a duke? And I was like, I'm all over that. Yeah. This is 2021. And is it right that black actors don't have a part to play in any Regency production yeah, of course ever? Not. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think that's fair, yeah. really. So I just thought we were accepting the yes, fact that... I agree. It's really weird that they then justified they, it. Yeah. Suddenly they then talk about the fact that they're only there because... I completely agree. King Ryan, and so I, thought it was, I thought it was supposed to be a, well, this is cool. Uh, yeah, let's, yeah. Ju- let's just cast anyone. I was just like, yeah, you know... But then they referenced the skin colour and yeah. that made it... Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I also have a massive issue with the acting. Anyone specifically. 40% of them are just pretty average. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I just think he's so hot. He's and that's so what, He's so hot. hot and... 
I mean, you've got so much goodness to come. He's just amazing. He he is he's so hot. Yeah. She's so not. I just feel she looks you very know? young. Like next, he's like a man, you know, like a real man. And she looks about 15. I think she actually plays the part really well. Like as in you can see what he would see in her yeah. from her personality. She looks great in dark egg blue. And, you know, she wears some lovely outfits, but she's yeah. just, how is the whole of society going nuts? I, I don't disagree with that. Plain Jane Bridgerton. But like, you know what? I always think that about um, the casting of Jane in the original Pride Oh my Prejudice. God. Like she's supposed to be like the super hot one. Always bothers me. Bang average. So he was lovely on the Yeah, very pretty Lovely's. face. And can we also talk about the fact that Lord Featherington really needed a bigger part? Hang on, Lord Featherington. Oh, Ben Miller. He's so brilliant. So good. He just should have had more to say. He gets bigger. Oh, does he? Keep going. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. He's yeah. like the father in Brian Prejudice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, he it, it definitely develops with he's him. He's like Mr. Bennett. Anyway, I think he's no, brilliant. I was he like, plays oh, someone's in it that I know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, best TV show of the year. I think it has to be Unorthodox. Yeah, that was my answer too. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, if I think really far back, what was in terms of like what was the best produce? Not just you know the thing. Well, I enjoyed why did you most. say that? Because it was both so entertaining. You know, such a good story, such good act. It, it kind of ticked all the boxes, didn't it? Not too long. I loved it. I think it was one of the only things I haven't fallen asleep in at all. Even mm. the loudest voice, which I loved, and I kind of wrestled in my mind which which, which was the loudest was voice about Roger Ailes and Fox. Oh, TV yes, I didn't watch that, yeah. Oh, my God. I yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, my God, Charlotte. Mm, I need to. Russell Crowe, Sienna Miller. Sienna Miller is yeah. incredible. It was so good, but I, I fell asleep in that. Yeah. And Unorthodox, I didn't mm, really ever. Gripping. I don't think I ever picked up my phone. Like, I was, it had pace. Yeah. I feel like with Bridgerton, I was saying to my nanny yesterday, I was like, I just, I can't bear that I know that there's not going to be a resolution in the end yeah. and they're not going to get together. And I don't know what happens in the end, by the way. Maybe they do. Oh, I hope they see. do. Wait and see. But... Like, I just love, you know, yeah. something has an end. That's just great, isn't it, it? It was really nice and concise. Like, it was four episodes. You weren't like, oh, there's good ones. You know, that, it wasn't some was big commercial. Four? Yeah, it was just four. And it wasn't some big commercial endeavor where you're like, oh, they're going to drag it out because they want to make another season. It was just a perfect little hole. They are. They're making another season. Of Unorthodox. Yeah. Oh, interesting. What, yeah. like a follow-up of what happens no next? No idea. But I know there's another one coming. I thought it was a really perfect thing. And that's a shame, actually. They should leave it alone. Yeah. But yeah, brilliant. Such good acting. Best recipe. Come on, Chef Coleridge Curl. <laughs> what have you been making this year? Is lo- lobster tin <laughs> soup going to come up here? <laughs> yeah, you chose this. Come on. What have you got? I, I do. Crab on rocket. Rosala. What about drinks? Have you been drinking anything different this year? Aside from lockdown liquor. Have you experimented with your cocktails at all? I put one on our Instagram in the summer, which was gin, tonic, mint elderflower liqueur oh lovely it was really good mm, so it was nice. like a gin and tonic but with a bit of elderflower yeah. liqueur and a bit of mint it was excellent Very nice. what about you it was just anything going we, we drink a lot of wine in my do house you? so yeah i drink a lot of bubbles i've got a bit yeah. of ponche of champagne do you now <laughs> and i hate prosecco i'm happy with cheap champagne actually i mean i don't get me wrong i'm happy with cheap champagne but i put elderflower liqueur in it saint germain which i often talk about really nice so we either have Cassis, which is blackcurrant, Chambord, which is, I think it's raspberry. To pimp your cheap champagne. Yeah, yeah to pimp nice. your cheap champagne. And actually, I like the sweetness. It helps you drink it quicker. <laughs> what are you eating at the moment? Did you, eat, you ate a lot over Christmas, you said. Ate a lot over Christmas. Ate a lot. Do you have turkey at Christmas? Uh, we do a turkey and a goose. Double whammy, yeah. What do you do? Turkey. We had a turkey crown. Nice. Actually... With loads of pancetta all over yeah. it, which was the best bit. Yeah. It was really good. I actually didn't touch the turkey this year. Got no interest. I had very little. I yeah. mean, I way prefer a sausage and a yeah. bacon, whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, me too. Goose and stuffing. Much yeah. better. But what am I eating? I'm literally eating everything. No, we are on a... So uh, cooking for us is quite associated with like term time. It's like what we do 
during the week. So over the Christmas period, we didn't cook. I mean, we literally didn't cook once, which meant that by the 1st of January, I was like, right, that's it. No more takeaway. You know, time to get back to it. So we are on a bit of a mission, actually, to, I think pre-corona, you know, we'd be at home maybe like two nights a week to cook. And then maybe one night, you know, one of us might be in by themselves the other night. Yeah. So you have a bottle of pasta or whatever. But, you know, we didn't like sit and cook together. Obviously, life is very different now. So we are on a kind of let's make dinners more interesting whilst cooking mission. So we actually wrote a list this week of all the dinners that we know that we like and we like to cook, you know, that at seven o'clock when we shut our laptops, we can rustle up. That's so yeah, so we're I trying. I like that idea of thinking of all the things that you like, but you sort of yeah. don't get around Because sometimes, you know, it gets to, din- to dinner time or even lunchtime. We're like, what are we going to have for dinner? And you just have a complete mind blank and end up the so delivery. Every day. Every yeah. day. So I recommend writing a list. It's nothing very exciting. It's things like fish tacos and meatballs. But well, what's on your list? I want to know. Okay, so there's fish tacos, which what is fish like goes in your fish tacos? any white fish. Lettuce and... with cabbage. You need a fruit. You need like a mango or a pineapple. Okay. With some Greek yogurt, a bit of Tabasco, some avo. You talked about that before. Yeah, I talked about it all the time. So good. And then we also got really into like a Mexican. It sounds really good. Like a bolognese taco as well. So like a bit of bolognese in a mm. in a wrap bit of cheese sour cream avo also so good but that's got nachos vibes that works exactly. doesn't it? it's like american take on mexican nice jamie oliver meatballs which tastes exactly like the chaconis meatballs so that was a win did that this Why, week what's the, really what's recommend. the magic ingredient in a jamie oliver lots meatball. of cheese on top bake it with some mozzarella and <laughs> really healthy, <laughs> healthy. <laughs> really healthy um, but, you know but it's just you know what have that with a salad it's fine yeah. balance it out so those are the things we're cooking i bought the new nigella cook oh, eat you? repeat book it's it's more like her writing about food plus some recipes nice. so really lovely for a read good less gift. so if you just want some like you know bash them out recipes but yeah really good gift my hardest thing is i find i get to sort of six o'clock and i just want to graze yeah. and then i eat so many snacks we have this outrageous crisp cupboard with healthy in inverted mm. commas crisps like pop chips yeah. and popcorn our, our pop chip oh. habit is actually a bit worrying yeah and pretzels and yeah all these things. And before I know, I've had half top of hummus. I know. A load of pretzels and yeah. pop chips. And I don't I, I don't really want any supper. I so I've totally ruined it. Yeah. I'm with you. So I need to just like lock myself in the cupboard between six and eight and then enjoy my supper. But that's the time I'm starving hungry. I know. Five till seven. So Ravenous. should one just eat at seven? Maybe. That's, that's really what yeah, I'm Yeah, just like shut your laptop and what? But it's eat. quite difficult to yeah. find the time to cook by then. Tell me about your Christmas presents. Ooh, Christmas presents. I well. can see you flashing through the camera some very nice rings yes are um, they were they Christmas presents they were so my grandma passed away I'm such a very... magpie I love it like <laughs> no straight away um, my grandma passed away at the very beginning of first lockdown in, I mean she was 99 no cute tragedy but she yeah she died in April and had a, I mean a mega collection of costume jewellery like serious and nothing hugely expensive but you know some really she was really into rings and big rings and um, as am I and my mum is not so that bodes really well for me I'm going to put my description of skills to the test but there's an anthracite quite angular how would you you're better at this than me how would you describe it, that well it's green yeah it's a sort of dark green it, it's got it's quite monica venida s yeah but it's it's more glamorous than that yeah isn't it's it? like a it's, it's almost it borders cocktail ring but it's just but it's not quite blingy enough that you it couldn't get away with it in the day cocktail ring meets a modern day signet ring it's yeah. sort of it's flat across the top it's, yeah it's got edges hasn't it yeah and then, but it's raised god it's yeah, but it's I cool, isn't it? it? And then there's another one, um, which it's is a knotted. kind of gold twisted thing. Yeah, which feels very Duffine, doesn't it? So oh, I know it does so well. They were your grannies. So, How yeah. cool is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they look very sparkly. Yeah, well, my mum... So so when she died, my mum went through all the jewellery. We picked out what bits we wanted ourselves. And um, then my mum had them resized for Christmas. So yeah, I'm assuming they've had a bit of a tidy up as well. Oh, nothing. So, yeah, Do you know, it takes me back. My grandmother 
left me her jewelry when she died. She only had my father always wanted a daughter. So she left me her jewels. There were some lovely bits, but there were also some bits that I can remember now and I don't know where they are mm. and they've really come back in. Yeah. Come back in. That's why you have to hold on to it. So I don't know yeah. where it is. It makes me a bit sad. I'm actually. sure it's somewhere. But that's why it's so, you know, oh you've got to hold on to these things because it's so, there's nothing worse than looking back and being like, oh, and she had something like that. And I could, yeah. But, you know, it's a really lovely, a bit more sustainable and it's really nice to get something new that is old new. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think that's something that really came out of 2020 for mm. me, actually, is sustainability. And my husband's always called me a bit of an eco-terrorist and I'm not proud of that at all. And in the last few years, I've really changed mm. my attitude towards recycling and yeah. plastic. And and I'm the first to admit that I was I was not very yeah. forward thinking in that respect. My children were the ones that really pulled me up on it. I also think in terms, obviously you did your house renovation last year and watching your tour and I mean, knowing how much you bought you know, that was vintage or pre-loved or whatever we want to call it. Yeah. That, you know, and that's actually, that's such, I, I really, you know, please God, we'll move house this year. And that's something that I really want to take into yeah. to that as well. It doesn't all have to be, you know, brand new from a no, big No, and the new looks so much store. better yeah. with something that's got a bit of patina yeah. to it. I think it was Rosie Hayes that said that. And it's such fun as well looking for yeah it. there's there's Vinteria which I spend a lot of time on and also oh I didn't know that yeah it's an online I don't think it's an auction it's, you know it's like Bestia Collective but um for furniture and also the first dibs app is like I probably browse it more than I browse Instagram it's literally my oh, favorite really? thing yeah it's amazing that said and obviously we can't do this at the moment I went last year god and the year before to a few antiques shops oh, yeah. I mean, I'd love to do that. Yeah. like there is nothing like going to a little alley or a little, I don't know, just finding a random shop somewhere in the country out of London because yeah. the ones in London tend to be quite well. I was thinking you get the trips and drabs yeah. and all the good stuff's gone. But this is nothing like having a good rummage and finding. I remember yeah. I talked about it before, but I remember we were in the Cotswolds and driving through this village on our way somewhere and I was like, stop the car! And I ran to the shop and came away with this little table. Yeah. And a pair of candlesticks that these crystal candlesticks and and, and like the four lovely things. Yeah. It was totally random. I put them back in the car and I was like, I don't need to buy these now. But I was like, that table's 80 quid. Yeah. And it's the most beautiful little table. And it's so lovely, whether it's in your own home or someone, you know, I love watching home tours. And when somebody says, you know, rather than like, oh, this is Zara home and this is West Elm. It's so nice to yeah. hear, sto- you know, something that's got a story, whether that's inherited or something you've bought. And, yeah. you know, oh, that's a story. There you go. And that's that will be your yeah. story about those candlesticks and yeah. that table. And that's just, that's so lovely. There's enough stuff out there, isn't there? Agreed. That you can really, you know, if you might not want to wear somebody's old clothes but somebody's old table yeah. yeah well I also feel in the last couple of years you know people are so much more happy to wear the same thing and hold their heads up high and not just replace replace mm. and not just keep doing those you know Zara sweeps that I used to do yeah. every Sunday and don't get me wrong we all love a bit of Zara but I don't know I, I just think yeah just it, shopping with a bit more of a conscious yeah, yeah, yeah. totally uh, what's next on your list what, what do you get for Christmas well you had a big birthday I did not long before well. Christmas as well yeah, I did pretty well last year. Yeah. I also, it sounds awful, but I've got to a stage where I, I really don't want people this. to buy me, yeah. buy me lots of rubbish. Mm. You know, my mum gave me a contribution towards something. I've kind of got with a few of my family to a point where we just do a secret Santa and get one nice thing instead of everyone buying a piece of crap. It's something that, you know, you truly like. My husband, I'm like, please don't wrap up a load of different yeah you know candles for me or yeah. whatever and so he'll sort of get me one really nice candle every year i got quite a lot of gin for christmas oh, none of which i'm drinking no, which is really sad yeah. i've got I, li- I think i literally got five bottles of gin <laughs> i got a couple of books 
that's always a really good present yeah. for me a bit of beauty a massage like all the like classic stuff Trini inspired me when she came to the studio and I was wearing this sort of cocktail big gold ring that I'd bought on ASOS a decade ago I think mm. and she said oh I love that where's that from and I said oh my god it was so cheap and cheerful and she said well, why don't you have it made a real version a of. real version mm. of it made anyway gold is so expensive right now and it's this massive ring so to have it made would cost a fortune anyway what I did have was this ring I'm wearing on my first finger which I was sent in the first lockdown it was by Ella can't remember it was like sort of 40 quid mm. and I wore it on my first finger and I loved it, loved it. And I love wearing platinum of my kind of wedding ring and engagement ring with yellow gold. Yeah, yeah. But started making my finger go green. Sure. I kept it and had it made. A real one. A real one for Christmas. Lovely. What so that one is no longer a 40 quid something. It's now 18 karat gold. <laughs> and I got to hate that I don't lose it. That was my main present. Love that. What a nice idea. Anyway, it was... That also feels kind of sustainable as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you don't have to buy the cheap one you could just see the cheap one so anyway now hopefully six the real stuff time test time so nice yeah. and i think that's probably about it for me in christmas yeah. my husband kept saying oh, i want some stuff for you to unwrap i was like no, i don't, don't need anything <laughs> to unwrap don't wrap me up a load of rubbish yeah. and please. again more stuff to go in the recycling bin as well. up. best trip did you make any trips last year what did you manage to get to i did actually and we managed to time things quite well last year we drove to the alps in france which was lovely but then we drove back and stopped in bone which is in burgundy which is a wine region, and that was just incredible. Even with kids? Yeah, we stayed in this amazing place called The Humble Cyclist, which is run by this English guy. It's pretty rustic, mm-hmm. but he's mega charming and really looked after us and cooked us amazing food, and there's vineyards all around you, and it, it is not super glam. No. Anyway, it was lovely. We had the nicest time. We drank amazing wine. And we were in the heart of like the best wine in France. And that was incredible. Amazing. And we learned so much. How basically there's sort of regions in France and there's one border and that can take the price of wine from sort of £40 yeah. a bottle to £120 a mm. bottle. And that's literally determined by where someone like sort of laid the border. Yeah. So that was an amazing trip. And then we went to, probably my best was to Vajura in Sicily, which... I lost my luggage. We nearly <laughs> yeah, didn't go. Did, yeah. I wanted to come home. I was so cross. Yeah. And we really nearly didn't go because uh, of just the world. And we woke up the next morning. I think we were, yeah, we woke up at six. And my husband was like, do you not want to go? Let's not go. Let's not go. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And we so nearly didn't. And then we got there and I had no luggage. And I was like, <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> we shouldn't have come. And then we just had the happiest, Aww. happiest holiday. And in that place, my husband was just saying, over Christmas, he was like, that's the place. There's two hotels in the world that sort of have my heart and Aww. it's Siggy Bay in Amman and that one I think it's because we've had such amazing yeah. family holidays it's the memories isn't it yeah there. yeah so yeah probably Vajura and then I was lucky that I got a couple of trips away yeah. in the autumn in between lockdowns I timed them quite well I really the, the biggest lesson I've learned now that I will put into practice this year is the if if you get an inch take a mile like the yeah. second they release you know loosen anything just go you and know, don't drop not everything go and like, like don't watch not watch the movie soul watch the Pixar yeah. movie soul just go and live every minute of mm. your life and again Beaverbrook I went with five girlfriends the day I think it was the day before 
lockdown, mm-hmm. one of the lockdowns, I can't remember. And, you know, we had to be in our rooms at 10, but we sat in the corridor. We took it, they're like, do you want to take a last drink up? We sat in the yeah. we sat in the corridor and then we went in and all sat on our beds and we got the giggles and we hadn't, hadn't had very much to drink and it was 10.30 and we just got the giggles yeah. and we had the best time and mm. came back really refreshed. But it was quite a mission to go with yeah. childcare and blah, blah, blah. But it was worth it. But it was yeah. so worth it. So it's so easy to cancel these things, isn't yeah. it? But you don't really regret them when you do them. Fingers crossed for more. I'm really jealous you got your girls' trip. What thing did you like the most in 2020 that you didn't think you'd like? Look, one could say all the usual stuff, like being with one's family and being at home. And I feel pretty lucky in lots of ways. And I know that not everyone has it as easy. Some people have it easier. Some people have it harder. You know, there's always someone with more, with less, with whatever. The thing I realized the most in 2020 is that I'm a really social person. Yeah. Some people aren't and that's fine. And they're quite happy to spend Monday to Friday at home and not doing anything. I, I'm That's not me. And I like to see my friends and I'm a sociable being. Yeah. I don't do well with five nights in a row at home doing nothing, just watching TV. Yeah. It sends me a bit cuckoo. Exactly the same. You know, people always talk about, you know, whether they're an extrovert or an introvert. And I've always been quite sure I'm an extrovert. But people say, oh, you can be an extroverted introvert or whatever. And this has been absolute confirmation for me that I'm only an extrovert and I just need to be around people. And I don't, it's not that I don't like my own company. I just don't need my own company. I don't, I don't find it fulfilling. I I like my own company. I like my house to my, I like no one in my house. I haven't, when was the last time you had that? Because I have had that maybe twice in 10 months. Not not often, but you know, my house to myself in the day, Lovely. I don't really like an evening to myself. No. I don't really like sitting on my own. And that's that anything. is what this lockdown. That's what I'm struggling with the most. I'm only realizing that now. I'm yeah. in conversation. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's the it's, endless it nights. It is the prospect of yeah. six weeks, and I and love the... my husband to bits yeah. most of the time. <laughs> but the thought of six seven to 42, 42 nights. But this is my point about sitting on the sofa. Forty two nights. But also it's the weekends. It's the fact that then on a Friday night and then on a Saturday all day and then on a Sunday, it's I just have to see him. I I was saying, I love him. He's fantastic. But you're not supposed to spend this much time with your significant other. I know. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm so happy boring. to spend time with him if there are other friends in yeah. the mix. Or if, yes, exactly. If it's broken up. But no. this is just, it's too And much. I can't do Zoom quiz. I'm really sorry. No, no more Zooms. No. What about you? You didn't think you would. Walking. I, d- oh, I literally, yes. I literally like hate a walk. I used to find walking really unfulfilling. If I'd go for a walk with a friend or I was like, why are we doing it? I'd so much rather be sat somewhere. But now walking the dog is quite, because you see how much the dog gets out of it. And also you get something out of it. Because yeah. then the dog will chill the rest of the day. Like I actually... Also I'm do it playing. in the morning, then go home, and then you've got like a pink ticket to just hundred percent watch the because, TV. Because that is and, in and the that day. is has been my like magic. You know the things you, the things that you have to do for your sanity. Yeah. I cannot wake up, have breakfast, and then go and sit on my sofa. Like that is just a hard no. Yeah. So you have to. And I don't mind sitting on the sofa in the afternoon, but I have to do the yeah. walk, something in the morning, get out of the house, whatever. Watch That's girls. what we do. Yeah. We're like morning activity, yeah. get out, exactly. get the children out, late afternoon lunch, chill. and then lazy afternoon. Exactly same. Yeah. Backgammon. What was the biggest thing, I think I know the answer to this, that you missed out on last year? Well, you're going to say my 40th. Well, I would have thought so. I hadn't really planned a 40th. No, but it's the not being able to do anything. Yeah, I look, I, I did all right, actually. I had a couple of girls' lunches a night away. Yeah, right. Actually, I did all right. Mm-hmm. I was I was quite spoiled by my friends and family, but it was my week Sunday, Barbados. It was just mm-hmm. going to be me and my husband. We booked it in the summer when we thought that by November we'd be able to go away. And I just thought, oh, after what? this year has been like so far that would just be the silver lining yeah. and that didn't happen so that's probably the biggest cancellation yeah what about you i mean we lost the house which was obviously not great oh. 
<laughs> but it's fine. It will work out. It'll work out. People say these things happen for a reason. It's January and we're still in our flat, but it's fine. We're nearly there. Fingers crossed we're nearly there. Anyway, did you have a highlight? 2020 highlight? I would say highlight would be all the support that came out of 2020 for Sherlock's. In our own little way, we've got a role to play. Yeah. And so that would be my highlight probably Lovely. for 2020. Really nice. Let's finish off with a with a look to the future. Look at yes. 2021. It's very, it's really weird entering January and not knowing what the rest of the year is going to look like, isn't it? I'm also, I'm staring down the barrel of a 30th in seven weeks time, which is not looking. I feel like it's been going to be your 30th for a long time. Right. Can you hurry up well, and be 30? I, How are you still you know what, in your I'm 20s? Quite, I know. <laughs> nearly there i am quite happy about the the turning of 30 but not not happy about the lack of said i feel like i'm being a bit of a child about it a bit of a baby but at the same time it's a bit of a shame to have a big birthday and not be able to do anything it is so that's a shame but anyway just plan the party for april and you'll be fine it's a shame ben is 10 days older than me so there's like this perfect weekend in between our birthdays we would have done a big party we'll be fine plan the party Um, for april and exactly get on with it you can have a tan and wear something spring, summer oh, and fabulous. Yeah. So I don't know. I think more, again, it sounds a bit cheesy, but actually, you know, another thing that obviously we all learned last year was to kind of, you know, you can't plan, but but to kind of be okay with that and just to take it as it comes. So I'm just, and I'm definitely more grateful for the smaller things. So I'm hoping this year to be able to sit in a room with my parents and not worry that I'm going to kill them and be able to take that holiday with my friends and, you know, yeah. just travel a bit more freely and yeah thanks charlotte that was fun so fun thank you that's it for this week if you enjoyed that then do please rate review subscribe tell your friends stay safe stay home dig deep and we'll be back soon thanks very much bye-bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.